everybody. Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. You can uh, check replays of my show on the podcast now, if you want to, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And you can also check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, and I've got links on there for all my previous shows, and i got some good stuff you can look at and download on there, too. So I'm here with my guests today, uh, Jay Block, Kareen Rios, and Brittany Meckler has joined us there towards the end of the first hour. And she's got some stories to tell that we're going to mm-hmm. be going into after a while as well. And um, it all has to do, it's all around insanity, the insanity of the yep. left. And we've been talking about all that today. And it's really all connected when you think about it. Mm-hmm. So I was talking about, uh, I mentioned in the last hour as... Some of you might know I was gone last week, and I spent a did a little hiatus in Florida for a week. I felt like I needed a little bit of time to clear my head and see some new scenery for a little while. And uh, honestly, I do feel a lot better after doing that because it is absolutely insane here Everywhere. in New Mexico, especially New Mexico. Yep. But but from what I'm gonna what, from what I saw in Florida, it's not. It's a little bit insane there, too. It's not, you know, you, those of you that haven't been to Florida and you hear about all the things DeSantis is doing, things like that, and you think everything is totally normal in Florida, but that's really just not the case. I mean, it's more normal than here. I mean, I think every place is more normal than here. But one thing I found really, really interesting in while I was in Florida talking to people is there are a lot of people in Florida that do not like DeSantis. As a matter of fact, they're mad at him for not locking them down. Believe it or not. I mean, this is how uh, the media has managed to indoctrinate people over the past couple of years. They repeat the same lies over and over and over again. They make people believe them. They make, they make people fearful. Uh, they make them afraid. They make them think that they need to constantly wear a mask all the time. And there's even a few people here and there wearing a mask still in Florida, believe it or not. Um, not as many as here, but uh, that's the case. But there are people in Florida that do not like DeSantis because he did not lock them down. Imagine that. But does that surprise you? That there's some people no. that are... No, it, it really don't. Me. No, nothing, it don't. No. I, I mean... It, it's, just, it's just how some, you know, I mean, Florida's a big state, a lot of people. I mean, I personally, when I'm in the car by myself, I wear my plastic shield and I, I have, I'm double masked. And then you're smoking on top of that, and right? And I'm smoking through the little hole <laughs> of the mask. <laughs> so. you know, I, I saw a picture the other day that was hilarious. It showed a couple of uh, young people, I think they were in the band or something, they were playing, uh, you know, woodwind type instruments, so they had to blow in. And they, had the and they got out. the nose and the mouth yeah. cut out and they're playing an instrument. Yeah. It's like, yep. okay, think about it how stupid you look. But that was just two years ago. Yeah. Really, that happened two years ago in 2020. So what's the purpose of wearing a mask that the nose and the mouth is cut out? I don't get it. Make them feel good. In Rio Rancho, where I live, I dropped off my, um, uh, some clothes to the, um, dry cleaner. Dry cleaner. Yeah, right. Thanks. (laughs) So I go in there, there's three ladies in there and I walk in, two of the ladies, they're like, you know, they're at their little sewing desk, right? Three mm-hmm. of them, they're three deep. Then the two that are in number two and three are not wearing masks. And the one up front who's gonna get up and uh, help me out, she's not wearing a mask. But I come in the store and she puts a mask on mm-hmm. to come up to the cash register and help me out. And I, I don't say anything. I do, I always tell people when they do that, don't do that for my benefit, please. Well, but I just wanna say, 
how do you know where those other two ladies have been and you've been around them without a mask? What, yeah. what is the point of the mask? It's just unbelievable. But, you know, I like to wear my mask when I sleep. It just makes me feel secure Does that it? the CDC mm. and Dr. Fauci, I can dream a lot better if I <laughs> With wear one or my two mask. Masks. Two masks. Two masks? Two. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I, you know, the door is shut. I have the circulation going on and my two cats. And, yeah, I feel uh, good. Are you serious? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's looking at him like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just have my, you know, my, my Fauci dreams. It's yeah. just, it's wonderful sleep. Right. Yeah. Fauci dreams. I like yeah. that. But it just, it's no surprise that I, you're going to gonna have opposition, right? So I didn't get COVID until like 20. 2022. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't take, you didn't wear a mask. I never wore a mask. But yeah. it's the fear factor you're talking yes. about. Right. That's is. the fear factor. It doesn't matter if people are living in a red state, a blue state, whatever. It's the fear factor of the information, whether it's accurate or the misinformation, disinformation that people are going to believe. And it's unbelievable because I, I look at um, this COVID thing a little bit different. Uh, especially the VARES data. And what I found out from the VARES data when I had my appointment with my uh, provider, because I, I have not had, um, I'm not vaxxed uh, to the max or vaxxed period, but I asked the, the doctor, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the VARES data, it's not required to put this information on there. Oh, no, it's correct. Not. Because the, the, the VAX is not a clinical, I think my mic's out again. Yeah, it is. The VAX is not a clinical trial. Yeah. And you're required to put that for a clinical trial. So you're only looking at, I, you know, the Harvard study says maybe 1% of, of the information is posted there. I mean, even right. if it's only 10%, that's a ton of injuries and deaths due to the shot. Well, a lot of doctors don't enter the information because it's time consuming. And, it's about 30 minutes. You know, when you go to the doctor, you see a doctor is rushing from one patient to the other. I mean, they're really, really busy. So for them to do more paperwork... Uh, you know, they're not real motivated to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially when they're not required to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. There it is. I just fixed it. I hit a button. I'm good. You just need to stay real still, Jay. Jay, you're breaking the equipment I, I, here. What's know, going yeah, on? we can't take you anywhere. I was a nuclear launch officer in the Air Force, and I can't operate That's kind of scary. That's <laughs> kind of scary, Jay. Jeez. Yeah. It's like, oops, I accidentally pushed that button. Man, we're doing yeah. They were keys. Yeah. There wasn't a button. <laughs> there were launch keys. But, but, you know, I think it's the fear factor, and people yeah. are going to hear that information and interpret that information in different ways than, than, you know, the four of us sitting at this table. It's just well, if there's a possibility one could die, I, I, I think the fear works so well is because we have just become so consumed with ourselves that if there's a possibility we're going to get sick, Right, and that's what the left does so brilliantly. They made us all feel for, for our own lives, so we're just going to follow along with whatever they say. Instead of using our minds and thinking rationally, my husband said, Kareen, in 2020 when all this virus came out, he goes, I learned how viruses work in middle school. And I said, well, yeah, but uh, you were in middle school in the 30s. <laughs> just kidding. You know, they don't teach real science now. No. They don't teach that kind of stuff. So you learn something that they're not even teaching the kids today. And so the fear is going to take over. It just is, especially when it's geared toward yourself. And, you know, I can, I can understand older people um, who, who get the uh, vaccine. I can understand people with some, you know, pre-existing um, conditions. Um, what, what can you understand about that? Yeah, it just makes them feel better. And, and my, I, mo my mom didn't get it. 
But and that's fine. I'm not judging if you yeah. got it or she, not. My my mom's been paying attention to what's been going on, and right. she knew that it was not a good idea. But when you look at and the, she's she she'll be 80 this year. But when you look at the both my grandparents died on that. Mm -hmm. So did my stepdad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you look at the data and the deaths of Both COVID. Both your grandparents died after getting the shot? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. Um, They're already frail to begin with? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you stick this in, uh, you stick them in there. My uh, stepdad died two weeks after he got his COVID shot. But it wasn't COVID. Of course not. Of course yeah. not. Well, you know, They're not going to tell you it's yeah. COVID. Yeah, you know, no I've, said this to, I've said this to people. It's like they, they gave these inflated numbers saying like a million people died of COVID, which is BS, okay? Yeah. But, and I've told people, it's like, okay, just from even... The vast even, majority under Joe Biden who said he was going to stop and control the virus, that's by right. the way. So, but what I've told people is like from my own personal experience, me just watching what's going on around me. I know a lot of people. I've got to know a lot of people over the past couple of years. And it's like, I know one person that died supposedly of COVID and it was my, it was my stepdad, mm -hmm. you know, but complications of COVID. I look at his complications because he was not healthy. He was right. not in very good shape. He probably wouldn't have lasted long anyway. Yeah. And it's like so, but at the same time, they they've been they've been discouraging people from having any kind of therapeutics over that long course of time. So a lot of people simply uh, did not get what they should. They should have been like India. From what I understand, India more, they sent packets yeah, out to everybody. Yes. There could have been a lot more lives saved here in the United Absolutely. States. Absolutely, especially in New Mexico. If they would have pr promoted the therapeutics, I mean, literally, there. I heard of a lawsuit the other day that unfortunately got lost. They tried to sue these pharmacists for refusing to to fill prescriptions uh, for ivermectin. Yeah, there's one. You know, Whoa, you got really loud there. Yeah. Well, you know, Ooh. Chrissy does a show back in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. And she interviewed one of those pharmacists who worked for Walmart, who said. I'm I'm just I'm not I'm not giving the uh, the, the, the shot to, to kids and she, she lost her job yeah but you know we talk about ivermectin what the left doesn't want to tell you is that and I think you might have seen the 60 minutes uh, special years and years ago of Jimmy Carter when he would go around to you know South America Africa southern Asia and he gave out over 1 billion him and his movement uh, his uh, foundation gave out over 1 billion ivermectin pills but I thought ivermectin was dangerous it is, and that it's a horse dealer a horse dewormer. And Jimmy Carter was giving it and to you. Jimmy humans? Carter, you'll have to find it on, on you know, DuckDuckGo or Google uh, if you can. But there's a great interview of Jimmy Carter. This was years and years and years before COVID. Because Ivermectin was uh, uh, discovered uh, back in the, the late or mid-70s and mm -hmm. it won a Nobel Prize for medicine mm -hmm. um, for what it has done for saving just Well, it was, an invented, of it was lives. invented in Japan. And yeah. it was, it was, it was uh, nicknamed the Wonder Drug. Yep. Well, they have it in the yeah. cabinets in third world countries. It, it's like aspirin. Mm -hmm. Ivermectin is like aspirin. Well, in, see, in I, parts I of the got world. in, while I was in Florida, I got into a conversation with somebody. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to name names or anything like that. Jeez. I got into a conversation with someone in Florida about that. And, and you know, they, they obviously listen to a lot of mainstream media. And, and I got into briefly into that conversation about the ivermectin. And they, I, I believe that they had bought into that whole narrative in which they were trying to tell people that ivermectin is dangerous. So it's like, no, it's not dangerous. Even Here's the thing. It's like, you know, when Trump was president, he passed that, that, that thing, the right to try. 
thing, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Which I thought was a great idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're if you're terminal and you're going to why die, not? Any, why not try anything that you can try, uh, whether it works or not? It's because just, it helps others down yeah. the road. But with ivermectin, the thing with ivermectin, it's tried and proven and known to be completely safe. And there are people that have literally taken it their entire lives mm -hmm. in some parts of the country. And it is not harmful. It does not have side effects. And yet they are preventing people from having... Well, if it makes the, even if it's got a placebo effect and it makes you feel better to take it, and, and as a result you get better because you feel better, mm -hmm. why not? But it's why, like, but why, why are could they preventing we, people from having why? it? Why? That's the question. Yes. Because it was available here in New Mexico before COVID, and you know what this governor did? She wrote a letter to the pharmaceuticals and saying, you do not prescribe, prescribe this, or you do not fill the prescription if it's uh, like ivermectin um, uh, with uh, azithromycin. She mm -hmm. goes, you are not allowed to do that. that. This is what this governor did. I have a lady who's a, who's a pharmacist, been a pharmacist for 30 years here in New Mexico, and I asked her, and she said, yep, we, we are kind of threatened in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why some pharmacists gave ivermectin and some didn't. And that's why a lot of people went to Texas. Yep. Or you ordered it. I we ordered. Or they them went to Mexico. The yeah. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. went to Mexico. Yeah, absolutely. And so why? This governor wasn't she the health secretary? Yeah, but yeah. she. MLG. Well, she's not a doctor, but she did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. Did she? <laughs> did she? Oh. I, I missed those commercials. Yeah. Those were so good. Those were great. But yeah. I want. I just want people to understand that it's it's not about safety. They don't care. There's some other hidden agenda that why they would scare exactly. people. That there is something in the train on the elderly. It I, violates the Hippocratic Oath, in my opinion, with these medical professionals. And you know, you got to wonder who is bought and paid for. Absolutely. Who is bought and paid for out there? Whether it's the, you know it's these politicians that are getting money from the big pharma, or mm -hmm. these doctors who are getting money to prescribe one well, particular drug. See, I've over talked another. about this before. I think it's a combination of things. I think it's uh, I think it's a combination of people that only pay attention to mainstream media and stuff like that, and they're getting just bombarded by this propaganda, which that's exactly what it was, uh -huh. propaganda. And then also the, the, the money incentive. Like the hospitals, okay, they did two things to them. Number one, they told them they couldn't admit uh, uh, patients for uh, uh, what were elective surgeries, <coughs> is what they said. And so they prevented these people from having uh, preventative treatments, which probably later on resulted, could have resulted in them dying. But you could okay. get an abortion, but Becca. That's right. You could get that. But see, the thing is, then they bl they they prevent them from having preventative care. They prevent people from having uh, uh, therapeutics, and then they wonder why they have a surge in people dying, supposedly of COVID. But I think in most cases it was with COVID. So so even if there was an increase in numbers, and and I I had. I have my friend in Florida, he likes to debate with me about things, and, and, and I talked about the thing where uh, a couple of years ago they were showing evidence in which there was no increase in the death count. What is Yet the benefit? now you can't find that information right. anymore. Right. What's the benefit of a hospital to a hospital if somebody dies of COVID in the hospital? Oh, they got a big, they huge got, bonus. Like, 10000 bucks. Like, I thought it was 17000 That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question people have to and ask. And then if they got what, put on a ventilator, they got more yeah. money. What's got, the benefit of having COVID in a hospital? Money. Everything revolves around money when you look yeah. at it. So, so even if there was an increase in deaths, the point I'm getting to is that I think it could very, very well be, and of course they'll never make this connection because they don't want us to know the truth. 
all of those people that were prevented from having their elective surgeries mm -hmm. and elective treatments. Remember how there were so many hospitals that were totally empty and they laid off a whole bunch of doctors and nurses, that's a fact, mm -hmm. and yet they were saying they were overwhelmed. Well, no, they weren't overwhelmed. Well, they might have been overwhelmed because they got rid of all the docs and as nurses. Who knows? And then there were also the lie that they were saying is that the is uh, is that the ICUs were were overwhelmed. Well, the reason they were overwhelmed is because they had a reduced number of beds because they fired the doctors and nurses. Yeah. So don't, don't forget about the nursing homes. What governors did of decimating nursing homes, specifically Como in New York, of putting COVID patients in the nursing homes yeah. and spread like wildfire. Yeah. And the same thing happened here when mm -hmm. this governor brought in COVID patients from Arizona and put them here in New Mexico mm -hmm. and, and, and killed our people. So, so if you prevent people from having preventative treatment, if you prevent people from having screenings and all kinds of things, people that aren't well to start with, and you allow them to degrade and get worse, and then they catch COVID or whatever, it, whatever you want to call it, well, then they're in a weakened state and they've mm -hmm. got a much greater chance of dying. And right. I think that could ac account for if there was an increase in the death count, which I think that's still up for debate. That information is now missing from the internet. You can't find mm. it anymore. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I, my friend wanted to argue that with me. It's like I said, you know, I talked about that two years ago, and it's like the information's been manipulated a lot. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you because when you stop going to the doctor and you're not allowed to go to the doctor, but you go to the doctor via telemed um yeah zoom or webex or whatever that doesn't do it for yeah, you and, when, and when you can't yeah. get these preventative medications they can't that touch you they can't no. they, yeah they, they can't you, you have to have <laughs> yeah. that one-on-one -on -one mm -hmm. in-person um meeting with the doc but when you're also um you know big pharma and politicians are pushing these other treatments on you that they know in my opinion are not going to work when you have these this cheaper solution this is all about i mean the big farmer was getting just tens of billions of dollars from the government. They had all the incentive and, and, in the world they, to, to discourage people right. from the therapeutics. And we don't have access to their data. We have access to nothing. Now right. we're starting to get it and we're seeing some incredible data come out from Pfizer. Why do you think Pfizer would want to close their books for 75 years? Why do you think uh, Pfizer doesn't want any liability with this stuff? Yeah. And, and you know, people got to think like, hmm, maybe I probably shouldn't put that in my body. Now, did you see the uh, the story I, I, I that was in my notes I was talking about, and it was uh, Moderna, okay? You know how they, they did very limited uh, trials on these so-called vaccines before they released them for humans to, to use? Mm -hmm. Well, there was, uh, in the Moderna, Moderna trials, they did experiment on mice uh, as I saw that, part yeah. of the trials. Mm -hmm. And a significant number of the offspring from the mice mm -hmm. that were experimented on came out with de deformed, deformities. deformities in their skeleton in their skeleton yeah which this sort of thing can be deadly if you're if if a human right. being is born with skeletal yeah. abnormalities it can be deadly so but what they did is they did they they swept that under the under the rug that research and that and those results of those lab experiment experiments nobody knew about it and then they released it the the drug supposed to the public and it got released under emergency use authorization mm -hmm. yeah. which you know i right. i i still would like i still thank goodness for can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you yeah. fine. Thank goodness for Project Veritas. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, those guys are heroes in, in mm -hmm. my opinion. But again, it goes back to, you know, these companies are getting, 
you know, billions and billions and billions of taxpayer money, and they're not being held accountable. No. But, Jay, that's been going on since the 80s when Reagan, Reagan is the one that uh, uh, did not... Uh, I think I don't know what the act was, but he signed into law that you cannot sue a pharmaceutical company for vaccines. So a Republican actually did that in the 80s. Did yeah. you know that? No, I don't really care. It's wrong. It's it, it, absolutely, yeah. it's wrong. But nobody's brought him to task and nobody's done that. And that's why we're in the mess that we in. There is, there's actually, what is so stupid about this is there is a um, uh, vaccine injury compensation board. Did you know that? No. And if, um, and if people get uh, a side effect of a vaccine, not just COVID, but any vaccine, they can go to this board and get compensation for that. But what happens is, is that it is under a gag order now. You can't talk about it. But that's been happening since Reagan did that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of money in, involved in all of, this, all of this stuff. And I know because I, don't vac I haven't vaccinated any of my four children. And any of them. I did the first one, but I didn't do the other four. So this has been a fight for me for 25 years. Because people look at me and they think, wow, what's wrong with you? Your kids are going to get smallpox. Your kids are going to... No. No, that doesn't happen. But this is the reality of it. A Republican did that in the 80s. Yeah, well, a Republican also bought the Dominion machines here in New Mexico. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Well, the thing is, yep. Moderna will never be held accountable no. for that. They, they won't. They, they lied about this. It was part of the trials. Yeah. They knew about it. And here's the thing is there has been research done in which it proves that this so-called vaccine, it, it targets reproductive areas, especially in women. And it's like, so... so what this experiment proves is that you have the, a, a, a really big potential of your offspring having issues. Having issues. Did, yes. Did, did you see the data on the amount of miscarriages with vaccinated women? Oh, yeah. That, that number has gone way yeah. up. And didn't yeah. you post yeah. something about a, a man that his wife gave and, he, and the seven-year-old oh, got my myocarditis goodness. and he's yelling at the pharmacy? And it's just crazy. And that's why Brittany has refused to, uh, to give her daughter the vaccine because there is some scary stuff. Yeah, the mother, I think it was New Zealand or Australia. Yeah. And um, the, the, the married couple had a seven-year-old boy, uh -huh. and the father did not want the, the boy vaccinated. And the mother did it behind yes. the back and then um, went to this pharmacy, got the kid the shot, and the kid ended up sometime right after having some really bad heart problems. Mm -hmm. And I, oh, post, yeah. I posted it on Facebook. Yeah. And the father was livid, livid because his son will never, ever be the same no, again. No, he's ruined his life. Yeah. That mother, is not going to improve. No, not he. No. The mother. Oh, the mother. The, the mother mo made a right. decision. A Behind the dad's decision, back. Yeah. And now that, that young boy, his life is, is ruined. But you know what's interesting, Jay? I, I, I heard that, vi that video and the dad is saying, you should have told her about the side effects. You didn't do your job. But yeah. you know what? When you go get your child a vaccine, they never tell you about the side effects. They That's don't. how we have been indoctrinated already. We don't ask questions and we don't do that. Well, we just, we trust them. And yes. we trust our medical professionals. And I think now people are not trusting them. This is why like Fauci's like uh, uh, approval ratings are in the toilet. Nobody trusts this guy because he was wrong on so many things. 
because he's lied on so many things. When he's when he recommended you got to mm -hmm. shut down the country, and he's on video saying that. Then you know, here two years mm -hmm. later, he's like, no, I never said that. Uh, yeah, you did. You don't need masks. In fact, in January of 2020, February 2020, he was saying you don't have to worry about this COVID thing. It's not a threat. And then you know, you don't need a mask. It, those don't mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. And everything has changed with this guy. Yeah. And you can't trust. And now the CDC is coming out saying, well, we should have done all this stuff differently. How, you cannot. And and yet we were told, don't question it. Yep. Follow the science. And and you, you are not allowed to question it because if you do, we're going to deplatform you on whatever you're on, or we're going to throw you in jail, uh, or you're going to lose your job. Uh, you have people like some Dr. Simone Gold, who started up mm -hmm. America's Frontline which Doctors. Which is currently in jail. Which yep. is, and she's in jail. Yeah. But this is where the country has gone, and it is scary as hell. Yeah. It really is because, you know, we have, I don't trust any institution in the United States anymore. Government, I don't, I don't either. The medical I, profession. You know, I, I must say. I don't trust anybody anymore. I must <laughs> say that up until almost three years ago, I was uh, trusting of certain agencies to give us accurate information, yeah. okay? Mm. But after everything that's happened, I mean, I, I figured this one out really, really quickly when this all started because it just wasn't adding up for me. And that's why from the very beginning, I have been resistant to all of it. Yeah. Uh, so, but... But the, the problem is, is that a lot of people in this country, and, and it's not just this country, I think it's around the entire world, Canada's are, bad. are very mm -hmm. complacent. They, they're they're kind of zoned out. Uh, they're not really paying a lot of attention to what's going on. Technology, I believe, has really, really dumbed people down. Um, matter of fact, I got a really good show planned for next week when it has to do with technology. I think it's going to be really awesome. Um, but... And I got a little story to, while I'm thinking about it, while it's fresh in my mind, while, about while I was in Florida, about technology, about people not paying attention to what's going on mm -hmm. around them, which I think is a lot of this, and, and it's, then it's the propaganda and all that kind of stuff. But I, was, I, I went to Universal Studios while I was in Florida, and I'm I... So, I'm sorry, I was looking at my phone. Well, oh, yeah, me I, too. I know, like, I'm what? looking at Why my phone I, here. Yeah, exactly. Let me get this email real yeah, quick. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> so... So anyway. Wait, yeah, Facebook. Get, get rid of the phone. Get rid of the phone. No, hold anyway. on. A TikTok video just came up. Wait, hold on. Just Here, give Jay. me a second. Jay, I'm sending you something, okay? <laughs> Did you see this kitty cat? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Becca. Oh, oh. So, oh. so, so anyway, so it's towards the, I'm at Universal Studios, and it's toward the end of the day, and I, I like to people watch. I'll people oh, watch. Oh, you and I talked about this. Yes, yeah. yes. So this is just mind-boggling, okay? So it's the end of the day, and you know mm -hmm. how, if you've been to, like, one of these parks out there, like Disney or Universal or whatever, you know that it's not unusual to wait in line for an hour to get into any attraction, right. mm -hmm. okay? So it's towards the end of the day, and I'm uh, going to go into the E.T. thing. It's kind of a, kind of a very fi family-friendly thing. You sit on the little bicycle thing, and it goes through, and it's, you know. But anyway, so I'm waiting out. I don't think Joe Biden can go on that. <laughs> he might fall off. I, exactly, I know. That could be dangerous for Joe Biden. Anyway, I think I saw a sign saying Joe Biden not allowed. Um, but anyway, so, so there was no line. And so I went right up to the doors where you get into the attraction. And after I did, a lot of other people came in behind me and they were going to go in too. So I'm standing there. It's, it isn't very long at all that the doors open up and we can go in. Well, the way these things are set up, there's a large room in there. They can accommodate a lot of people all at once. And so there really isn't a huge crowd behind me. It's maybe about half the amount of people that could normally is go it, in there. Is it snaked in that big room for the no, line? No, no, no. It's, you just fill it in from, from the far wall to the door. Okay. So 
I go in there and, you know, I've, I know the routine. I've been there a bunch of times. I move towards the end of the room because I'm up in the front. And, and I'm watching behind me and people are just kind of just hanging out uh, and, and they're staring at their phones. I kid you not, they got their freaking phones in their face. They're staring at their phones. Some people are standing outside the door. Some people are standing in the door. And then other, and, and even the lady in the attraction, she's getting annoyed. She says, I need everybody to file in and move towards the end of the room. Nobody responds, okay? Now, I'm with somebody, too, that, that honestly had annoyed me throughout the day because they were also staring at their phone and were completely not present. And anytime I'd say something to them, it's like, huh? It's like, yeah, forget it. <laughs> mm. You know, it finally got to the point where I just finally just stopped talking to them. What's the point? So... Anyway, so I'm standing there, I'm watching, I'm, I'm at the end of the room and I'm watching this and, and these people are not moving, they're all just staring at their phone, they're all in a freaking trance. And, and finally the lady says, I need everybody to move to the end of the room. And it's like she finally gets fed, fed up, pushes the button on the console to close the doors. People are still in the doors. And I'm, watch, and I'm, uh, and I'm watching, it's like, well, I gotta see this. This is, this is gonna be interesting to watch what happens here. And it's like they're in the door, the door's closed. And they, I think the doors are pretty strong and you really can't stop them, you know. And Literally, it, the doors just kind of swept these people in while they're still staring at their phones. And it's like, and some people are still outside. And it's like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. These mm -hmm. people are literally zombies. They're zombies, yeah, exactly. They're zombies. They're completely unaware of anything going on around them. That'd be a them. cool movie. Phone zombies. The phone, phone zombies. zombies. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I think you might yep. be onto something Yeah, there. Brittany, right there. Again, yeah. if, I, if I could bring a Star Trek story there into you go. this. Hey, go for it. Do you remember... Um, I know them all. The Next Generation, yes. that stupid game? Yes, the game. Yeah. It's a real stupid game. I mean, it's about as dumb as playing solitaire all but day long. You're, but it's you're, like it, you're addicted to it, and you're putting the little things in, in the holes. In, and into you put the holes, in, yeah. Yeah, and they turn into like little zombies Right, there. and, it, and the uh -huh. whole thing, it, basically, it's a whole... Uh, the whole purpose of the thing is to... Mind, mind control. control you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so eventually everybody was brainwashed and mind controlled and they were being controlled by some outside entity. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of wondering if that's what's going on with these phones. Mm. I'm sorry, I was looking at my phone. What? I don't yeah. know. I'm on the phone all the time waiting in line. I don't know. I look at it as I'm waiting in line at Albertsons to check out. What else am I going to do? Might as well look at my phone. We, used to, business we done. used to look at the magazines. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, I I liked reading the National Enquirer headline, you know, of oh, yep. uh, you mm -hmm. know, Alec Baldwin. Is that Did even still around anymore? <laughs> huh? Is that is the National Enquirer oh, yeah. even around anymore? Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey guys, I'm we're just at the break. I'm looking at the phone. Yeah. You? So let's continue this. This is really fun. So we'll be back right after the break. <laughs> Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? 
Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, we support law-abiding folks learning to operate their guns safely. Some look at a firearm and see only weapons of war. If the mayor is telling the police to stand down when criminals act and release them into our community without consequence, well, who can you rely on to protect you and your family? Safety and awareness is what we preach and teach. It's your right to be safe in your own home and community. Take up the responsibility. No one else will do it for you. Stop by our new location, 6621 4th Street, Northwest in Los Ranchos, or call 505 345 hey there all you zombies out there Welcome back. I'm your uh, host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Freedom Speak right here in Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. So before the break, I was talking about my experience at Universal Studios in Florida, how people are just mesmerized by their phones, and they're literally just mentally checked out. Mm -hmm. And... During the break, I was talking to Brittany about something. She was talking about at these schools in which they are using these smart screens uh, now rather than chalkboards. Now, I just some a, a thought just popped into my mind when she was talking about that. Remember years and years ago how there was this issue in which they were talking about that people that were putting out commercials were using subliminal messaging? Remember that? Mm -hmm. And basically how that works is that you, you slide a frame in there, here and there, which is indistinguishable to the conscious mind, but, the sub, uh, but your subconscious mind sees it all and remembers it all and stores it all. So do you think that uh, the fact that people aren't reading books so much anymore. I mean, like when I come in here on my radio show, it's like I've got my laptop here, but I print out a lot of my stuff because I like looking at a piece of paper. There's something about it I find I a lot more I, I comfortable. I just like I, paper. I do. I like paper, you know? <laughs> so, so they're putting in these smart screens in the schools and kind of makes you wonder what information could be subconsciously fed into our children at school through these electronic smart screens. I, I, I just thought of that, and it's like, wow, you know, now you can't do that. A chalkboard, you can't do subliminal messaging on a chalkboard. No. You can't do subliminal messaging on a book. But any type of electronic device that has a screen, you can put subliminal messaging on there. I bet it has a chip from China. <laughs> well, no. You know, that's true. Probably says it's made like in we're China. Fi we're finding out that chips from China are in almost everything in this country because we've allowed that to happen. Yep. And if realistically, China, they can put these chips in different things and they can have backdoor access to any, almost any device. What did you in this say country. last night, Jay, at, a, at the meet and greet we were at last night? Jay said something about chips from China. <coughs> well, it wasn't a meet and greet. You're wrong on that as usual. Well, well come on now. 
I didn't want to get too far in depth. <laughs> Just for transparency, Corrine was my campaign manager running for governor. So we, she was very good at but it. But we were too. at a meet and greet yeah. last we, night. We are at a ward meeting, oh, okay. not a meet and greet. And I was talking about from yes. this Moment of Truth Summit, one of the briefings that we got was in our election system, chips from China. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in the nuclear business, and one thing that we don't want in our weapon systems is chips from China. China. Yeah. See, I wonder yeah. how many of those smart screens in the schools have chips from China in them. Right. And I, I can tell you, I know about those smart screens really quite well because in, in my field of work I do, I've installed those smart screens. I, they are Internet connected. They are connected. Yeah, but there's so, a reason why Jay doesn't want chips from China in what he does, and it's because... Well, you don't want any type of uh, vulnerability or access uh, to any of our weapon systems, especially in the nuclear business, which I've yeah. been doing for 27 years. So, you know, we go through these um, pretty intense uh, checks of making sure our supply chain is is uh, organic with American companies and they're checked out. And we do some other stuff I can't talk about here uh, to make sure that uh, we don't have Chinese chips and um our nuclear system. You are racist right there. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you talk yeah. to us about yeah. it? <laughs> nuclear nuclear deterrence does not discriminate on race. I'm yeah. sure we can come up well, with some reason why he's China. a racist or a misogynist yeah. or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. that's what yeah. we said, right? We can be offended yeah. by anything. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, know, you have a missile, oh, you're such a misogynist. There you yeah. go. <laughs> that's right, isn't that a phallic thing? Yeah, that's, that's like a, a phallic symbol, yeah. yeah. Look at why the are missiles. Like, yeah. Why are missiles pointed, shaped like that? Yeah, exactly. Oh yes. Oh, we've heard it all, trust me. Trust yeah. me, heard it all. All right, so what else were we talking about? Well, you know, I've got a clip I want to use that I, I think is really good because especially since I mentioned the school thing and the smart boards and okay. things like that. And, and, and um, Michelle, can you play clip five for me? I, I, I caught this a couple of days ago. It's very, very interesting. Dan Bongino had it on his show. This is a parent, I believe in Colorado. She's talking about what happened to her daughter. Folks, this is happening in schools all over the country about what happened to her kid when she went to a art group. Check this out. One day her trusted art and homeroom teacher invited her to stay after school for art club. So she texted us and we gave our permission. Of course you can stay for art club. When she arrived in the classroom that day, she very quickly learned that it was actually GSA art club or gender and sexuality awareness. And her trusted teacher had invited in an outside presenter to speak with the children. Um, this presenter started with her number one rule, what you hear in here stays in here. She then brought out flags to describe different umbrella terms or defining words as she called them and how people feel under each of the flags. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. She then gave out flags, stickers, bracelets, and what she called the obligatory toys that kids love to collect everywhere I go. Um, she then told the kids that parents aren't safe and that it's, it's okay to lie to them about where they are in order to attend this meeting and also future programming that she holds throughout the community. Folks, remember... Okay, that's enough. Um, there again, that fits into that insanity narrative we've been talking about today. Well, it's even here in New Mexico. I had a friend yeah. whose son is in ninth grade, and he's at Cleveland High School in Rio Rancho. And his French teacher passed out a pronoun sheet and was oh asking God. all the children, how would you like to be addressed in the classroom? So it's here in New Mexico, whether we want to accept it or not, by teachers who have just like gone rogue. 
Their activist teachers is what they are now. But that happened at Cleveland. But you know what the problem is? Is that parents aren't involved and they're not engaged. And they don't want to speak up and say anything because they don't want to look like the person that's out. You know, you don't want to well, look like a black sheep. Well, they're liable to be deemed an insurrectionist exactly. if they say anything. But that's what's happening in Maybe this, the FBI in, in will be raiding their house. Really? And you know why they use that pronoun sheet, right? So that maybe they can get some transitioning counseling going on? Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's the parents' role to be engaged, and their parents are not engaged because they trust the teacher, they trust the administration to do what's right, and these people are just going amok. No, and I, that... And that I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I think that's partly right, but I think the other part is there's a lot of parents who are engaged uh, and there's that don't know what the hell's going on with their kids at these schools because some of these kids like you just heard on that Ben Bongino clip are saying don't tell your parents this yep. and kids by the way they're supposed to respect authority and they're like okay mm -hmm. but parents to your point need to say you don't keep anything from me if someone says don't tell your parents you definitely need to you got to tell your parents yeah because that's a huge red flag or whatever flag you feel good under <laughs> well you need to tell your kid if, if anybody ever says that to you that's because they might be trying to hurt you yeah yep. exactly and i'm your parent and i'm here yeah. to protect and, and you know parents, stranger danger there yeah. you go parents have the yeah. right to go and to some of these meetings you know you actually mm -hmm. have a right to go sit in a classroom and see how the teacher's teaching when i was teaching yeah. in, in in moriarty school district we would have parents go in there and look at us all the time but parents have so totally disengaged themselves that they are they're not even a force well we we were on i i call it autopilot we were on autopilot for so many years because we didn't have access into the classroom because we're working. Correct. We, we didn't really care about school board elections. You know, right. we get one, two, three percent turnout on that and what happened, we see what happens there. But in a way, I mean, you know, I'm a religious guy. I believe things happen for a reason and this, this was God's plan to allow us access into the classroom through this distance learning, um, remote learning, and we see what our kids are being taught. And this is why more and more parents are taking their kids out of government schools, public schools, because parents were freaked out. I mean, the, 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 probably the person you do not want to piss off the most when is you're it, at a public is, is a mom. Yep. You don't go after moms. And we saw what happened in Virginia and the moms up in Fairfax County, mm -hmm. Loudoun County, um, but look what's happening, Jay. It all is that the kids are back in school, the kids are happy, and we go back into this, this plane of complacency. Well, it's cyclical. That, and there you go. Because it, I, I look at it like this. You know, you and I, and, and, and uh, how, how old are you? I'm 31. Yeah, you're not going to remember. <laughs> but, she's a kid. She's a kid. But, you know, the three of us, no offense. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, we grew up in the Cold War. And yeah, when the Soviet did. Union oh, man, fell, so old. I know. But I when know. this, <laughs> but we grew up in the Cold War, like anti-communist, you know, under mm -hmm. under right. Reagan. We heard when the Soviet Union fell, you never thought communism or Marxism would ever come back again, mm -hmm. especially in our own country. Yeah. And I used to hear these right-wing nut jobs in the '80s talk about they're going to take over, they're going to take over from within. I'm like, what are you talking about? They were right. Yeah. They were right. Yeah. They were right, but but my point is that you but know back we, then they were made out as conspiracy theorists. Right, but yeah. my point is like back in 1989 when the wall fell, 1991 when the Soviet Union fell, we never thought we'd go back to this ever again. And people don't remember how bad it was in 
behind the Iron Curtain mm -hmm. because they didn't see, you know, uh, people getting shot trying to climb what over. Iron Curtain? Trying to, trying to climb over the, <laughs> you know, trying to go through the Berlin Wall and Sounds getting shot. Sounds like a shot. heavy curtain, don't it? Well, well I'm just saying that they didn't, those things aren't taught. You no, know, our, our kids I, that I are know, coming that, up that, don't even know saying. any of that. Well, know. you know, I read an interesting article when I was researching for the show today. But Brittany, do you know what the Iron Curtain is? No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. See, 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 see that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. That, that's what well, I'm telling you. I don't mean to, to point so, at Brittany, but... So I bet what Brittany was, was probably a product movement. of Common Core, right? Probably. I don't even know what that is. I bet she was. You right? So I, I read an interesting article. Oh, yeah, article. I was Common Core. Yeah. Okay, all right, so... So, like, you're talking about long division? And how they do all that stuff, yeah. Well, basically where the federal government basically dictates to... Every, all, the, all the states on yep. the standards of education. But I don't know the new math. I don't know the new math. Oh, well, this this has to do it with It has nothing to do with overall. that. This is all yep. just stand, called common core standards that the right. feds brought down. And you had, if you wanted money, you had to adopt exactly. common core. So and wasn't was, that under a Republican president? Um, I, I don't know. I think it was under know. Bush. Isn't that part well, that of was, yes. uh, that yes, was, it? Yes, it was. It was under Bush. Bush no, no child left behind? Yeah. No, that, that was Bush one? Jr. That was Bush Jr.? No okay. child left behind was Bush Jr. Okay. But Bush Sr., I think, is the one that... I he, think. he may have. Yeah. But anyway, so the point I was going to make... It goes on, to show you there's bad this. Republicans out Absolutely. there. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Um, the point I was going to make on this common core thing is like, you know, how I, I at the beginning I was talking about Lenin, how he was talking about it's only, you know, one generation, you know, the, mm -hmm. the fall. Well... So when Common Core got enacted, one thing that happened is the history books were were changed. Okay, so a lot of this stuff about what, like the Iron Curtain and all these things that we talk about that we know about because we lived through it, has been removed from the history books. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that America has done, like how basically America <coughs> saved the world in World War II, we did. Yeah, I, I okay? know all that. Yeah. But so, now a lot of the kids don't right. know about all yeah. that. They don't teach that anymore. They don't yep. teach it. And so they, 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 teach, they it. teach about how awful and oppressive the United States and is. The, and the schools now look like jails. Yeah. 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 And especially, you know, uh, the white man was the reason for slavery. It's all the white. It's all your fault. And that's <laughs> not. And that's not. Hey, even all true. you three. You know. Yeah, and that's not. <laughs> even but but true. they failed to teach that blacks had slaves in Africa and yes. Indians had slaves here. Before. Well, it's ridiculous. There's there's a great show on. Um, I hate to say it, PBS, uh, Finding Your Roots. Do you ever watch that show? Uh -uh. No. Um, it was a Harvard professor who does it. And he's kind of liberal, but he, he has you know he has three guests on in one hour, and they go through their family tree, and mm -hmm. I can't remember. It's usually kind of celebrity-type people. And one of them was a, was a black guy. And uh, went back in time, and his family owned slaves in the South. Oh, I know and what you're talking about. You, I don't know if, yeah. yeah, Lewis Gates, uh, incredible show about um, finding your roots. But, and I didn't even, I didn't know that. I'm kind of a history guy that blacks during, in this country, owned slaves. Yes, sir. Yeah, I had did. no idea mm -hmm. about yeah, that. They own, they used to own slaves. They used to, because they did the same thing as, as the white man did. And actually, I think that's where white man actually got the notion of slaves was in Africa. Because blacks enslaved their own people from a different tribe. Well, they sold them to the Europeans. And then they sold them to the Europeans. Yeah, and so it's I, the Europeans' fault, y'all. But actually, even, even Native Americans had slaves. Mm. Uh, and people don't know that history everyone, either. Everyone has. I slaves. mean, look at it. Slavery was in the Old Testament. It's been around for decades. But it's y'all's fault. Your, your white people's fault. <laughs> Hey, I just so want my peanut butter and jelly, all right? <laughs> and your milk. You're a racist. You're a double racist right yeah, there. Exactly. You're, have, you're colonizing racist. You have to have racist. milk with peanut butter and jelly, yeah. though. And potato but, chips. But it's amazing that, I mean, do you know what the Berlin Wall was? 
Uh, yes. Okay. Do you know who Mikhail Gorbachev was? No. I mean, that's a huge figure in the late 20th oh, century. Oh, I, I know. Well, he was he was the one that basically was he opened uh, the door Russia. He during the transition from Russia going from, from the, the Soviet, USSR Soviets going to Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. He came to power in 1985, and he was he called uh, his his programs uh, Perestroika, uh, mm -hmm. the restructuring of the Russian so uh, the Soviet economy. Like a long time ago. When I <laughs> not, not, not really. In the 80s. Well, do you, it's been a really long time yeah. since I did social studies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what year were you born, Brittany? 91. Oh, see, she was born after that guy. Oh. Yeah, but I was born see, after historical events, and I know about it. I know, I know. but I, I still <laughs> But you like history. I I of, I a lot of us don't like history. Yeah. I loved history. and oh, I, I, I hated loved, history. I, that but was they like, didn't talk about it. They did talk about it. But they didn't mention Gorbachev? The Civil War, this all... Uh, the Civil War, yeah. the just, Cold War was they, all that. They glide right over it. They don't but get right into the details. Yeah. Right after that, everything shifted. See the see the fall of the USSR and the and and the re, the destruction of the wall separating East and West mm -hmm. Berlin was a huge huge. I remember huge it on event. TV. Huge historical event. It was celebrated. I remember that. And remember remember Ronald Reagan. He he was uh, when nineteen eighty seven. She wasn't born yet. Gorbachev, tear, tear down, down this wall. wall. It's a, it's a famous saying that he said. You know. I and have See, that's what she knows. <laughs> yeah. She knows yeah. she owns the Clinton Lewinsky because that was right. a huge event. Yeah. You know? That was. Yeah. But, she, you know. she knows what a Lewinsky is. <laughs> what the heck were we talking about? We got so off Common track. Common Core. Common Core. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so they basically changed the history books with Common Core, and basically it allowed the federal government to take over the entire school system. And if you yeah, can. Yeah, that all, all stopped in 2012. Yeah. Well, good. Because I, I asked when I graduated. Well, that's why we're trying to get back to local. These local school boards are the yeah. ones that local need to control. be yeah. have the local control. I mean, big government is now big I government. Don't understand and, and this was and this was one of the things you know I ran on uh, as governor. In fact, uh, you know, Greg's and Eddie and I, I think we saw things pretty close on this, where the you know the money should follow the student, mm -hmm. and and the parents need control of their student's education, and they should have options on what's best for their son or daughter. And that's not the case anymore, especially here in New Mexico. And this is why our education system is the worst in the country. You know, talking well, about it's how... controlled by a big bureaucracy called yeah. the Public Education Department. Yeah. You know, kind of we're, how we were talking about how people are complacent, they don't pay attention, things like that. People are staring at their phones, they become zombies. When I was in Florida, I, a couple of people I talked to, I mentioned the, say, the 2000 Mules movie. Mm-hmm. Neither one of the people I talked to had ever heard of that movie. Okay. Well, because mainstream media and Fox, they don't show it, and Newsmax, they don't they don't talk about that at yeah. all. Yeah. And then another thing was is like the the thing that happened on January sixth, which is also a huge event. Uh, uh, there, I talked to somebody about that. They hadn't heard of that either. But I think that's always been around. I remember watching. Like, what was the guy the night the night show guy? But see, this is that but was no, the, no, no. And, and remember, he would go out and he would ask people how many, how many. Oh, uh, jaywalking. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's all. Can I say there've just been dumb people always? <laughs> No, I think you're right. They, they've been they've been not educated, and then some other guy I saw he was going around and asking people today this in the current day how many how many states how many states are there and people are saying twelve. Well, like you were here you know when I was I mean? talking so about I think the there's flag. There's always been this population yeah. that has been so just or disconnected. Say, are you from Mexico? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. There but, are people that there yeah. are still a lot of people that don't realize that New Mexico is a correct. State. Which or is, they don't which, even know how which many is states. Why, which is why we're, we have the only license plate that says USA on it, so people know. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I mean, it is in the history. Yeah, it says USA. It's in the history book. So, yeah. so are you saying that we're coming, we're becoming dumber, or we're just now noticing this population of people out here's, there? Here's an interesting comment my said my friend said to me the other day, and it's like he was talking about how these young people are so much smarter nowadays, and he mentioned how they're so good at using their smartphone. I said. No, that doesn't make them smart. That makes them good at using a smartphone. The technology, yeah. They appear to be smart, but it's like, you know, us, us old people, the three of us, maybe Brittany too, I'm not sure. Oh, thanks. Okay, but, but, <laughs> uh, but us old people, we actually had to learn stuff. From and, a book? And from a book. <laughs> and yeah, we weren't staring at a screen that's yeah. possibly got subliminal messages on it. But, and we had to learn stuff and to remember it. Critical analytical thinking and yes. street smarts. Yeah. So, like, all of this stuff that, you know, I do a lot of research my show every week, but there's a lot of things that I have learned through life. I mean, getting to 60 years old, I've gained a lot of wisdom, and I know a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, I learned uh, a few couple weeks ago, don't be uh, walking in a crosswalk looking at your phone. I was get hit by a car. Not a bad idea. Yeah, that was you, Jay? No, oh. uh, but... Uh, remember yeah. the old video? Don't text and walk. <laughs> Re remember, text and walk. remember the old video that went viral, viral on social media years ago and the lady got really mad about it because it went viral. She's in the shopping mall and she's walking along, staring at her phone, walking along through the mall and she walks right into a fountain. You know, I just oh, think those... Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I, think, I think we always have that segment of the population who are just... So disconnected, and I think they were the yeah. same as they were 30 years ago. I and think, now, now they just have technology in front I of their I think faces. technology is going to enable them to get dumber. Yeah. And, and that's going to be a topic of my show next yeah. week. It's going to be really, really good. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, just to change the subject, you were talking about 2,000 Mules. Yeah. Uh, there's a new movie out called Selection Code. Mm. Um, oh. And you can get that on Frank's speech. They premiered it at the Moment of Truth Summit in Springfield, Missouri. About, yeah, let's um, talk about your, Yeah, we your need to get to that to eventually. We've got two stories here that we haven't hit on. Yeah. So, so we'll do that now, and then at the, in the third hour, we'll, we'll go with Brittany's story. So okay. go ahead, Jay. Let's talk you about that. you got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Missouri. It was fun. Brittany, up to you. Off to, off to you. <laughs> So I was invited to go out to the Moment of Truth Summit um, with people from every state in the country uh, was out there. Uh, Republicans, it was mostly Republican, but there were actually Democrats and a fair amount of independents. And uh, Mike Lindell um, set this up and they had, you had, um, you know, a bunch of media there, but they were more like... Um, you know, different type, you know, conservative media for the most part. Like Steve Bannon was there. He did his war room there two days in a row, which was which was cool. And I got to talk to him. But the election integrity, this this summit was not about overturning the 2020 election. Right. I think people mis misunderstand that. It was that. not about that at all. You know, because even Lindell's like, listen, we're not here to talk about the yeah. 2020 election and overturning it. We're, we're past that. Um, we're here to talk about the election uh, system. And all these states, all 50 states went up there and presented some election issues that they're having in their states. And I got to tell you, Becca, the red states came up there. Um, one of them to me, um, the most the, the deep red state that we have in the country, in my opinion, is probably Oklahoma. Oklahoma went there and they have some serious election integrity issues. I mean, these are Republicans getting elected over other Republicans um, in Georgia where a Democrat should have won the race over two Republicans in the county commission race. And, and Lindell's like, listen, I don't care who wins. And Lindell even said, if, 
if Donald Trump won the 2020 election and we had all this stuff, I'd be holding this conference anyway uh, for Joe Biden. And that really hit home to me because um, every state was talking about all the election issues that they're facing. The clerks are having issues and they're talking about candidates being selected over other candidates mm. instead of elected. And it doesn't matter what state you're in, whether it's uh, red, purple, or blue, um, the the problems were pretty much systemic across the country and pretty common, actually, with the different issues that they were having. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So are they all the Are they all the same issues throughout the states? A lot of the same issues. Um, you know, we had a guy come in there who was a Democrat who talked about uh, the algorithms. And he's a Democrat. He talked about the algorithms in in the Dominion machine. Mm. We saw. Um, you know, so many videos of these young guys. So these vendors came in with their uh, with their uh, electronic machines and they invited people to come in to hack them. And it was so easy. Mm -hmm. It was so easy to hack these machines. So what did they have to do to hack them? Um, they just did their bougie-woogie stuff. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, and had internet access? Yeah, because these, these Dominion machines, they have internet, you know, they have uh, Bluetooth, they have internet mm -hmm. access. So these guys came in and they're like, this is easy. And this whole thing of, well, we can't release the code of mm -hmm. these machines because it's um, proprietary information. They're like, it's roughly only 100, maybe 200 lines of code, and it's not that difficult at all. And they talked about the Chinese chips uh, in these machines, and they talked about how, you know, people know who voted based on not just the, um, the Dominion machine, but the electronic management system and the e-poll books that are getting... Um, that have a lot of vulnerabilities in them. But the one thing that the Dominion machine did, these guys did when they hacked it, and I couldn't believe it, they had this ballot in there, and they checked off... Uh, a paper Donald, ballot? A paper, well, you had a paper ballot. So Becca goes in, she votes for Donald Trump on the bubble, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes in there, and it gets scanned by the machine, and these guys hacked into it, and they were able to... Change, nip, vote? change the vote on that ballot. Wow. And that blew me away right there. I'm like, mm. you've got to be kidding me. And, and these are like young guys that just go in there and do it. So um, a lot of great information. If you can go to Frank, F-R-A-N-K, speech.com, you'll see a lot of stuff. But they uh, did a premiere of the movie, uh, The Selection uh, Code, about Tina Peters, the Mesa um, clerk up in Colorado, and, and what she has gone through. Um, highly, highly recommend you go watch that. That movie. Uh, bottom line is, is that we have to get rid of these electronic voting machines. They gotta go. What's taking so long? Well, yeah, come on, Jay. The, the man, <laughs> the man. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of pressure. Uh, to you know, I don't know why we just don't go back to mechanical. Uh, uh, machines that are mechanical that are not hooked up to anything and it just you know it, it, it just spins a wheel in there a mechanical wheel it says you know you voted and here's your ballot and that's that it, you know technology has made voting so much more difficult when it comes to figuring out who won the election because you know growing up when we did in the 70s and 80s unlike you <laughs> you know we knew on the election kid. night yeah who was going to win who won rather. right well that's the way it should be that's the way it should be and now I mean you had congressional races in New York that's, you know, that took months to figure out who won. In fact, we're still trying to figure out, you know, some other elections yeah. going on right but now. But my question is, Jay, you know all this, we know all this, uh, what is taking so long to get the machines out and get some of this work done? 
Because I've been well, going to Sandoval so, so County guys, commissioners meetings, and end, it's just taking forever. We're at the forever. end of the second hour. So oh I want, yeah, I want to continue that with you, Jay, in the third hour, and then we got Brittany. We're going to talk about some uh, some vax tyranny uh, that we want to talk about. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Love is but a song we sing. Fears the way we die. 